All right, welcome back to Mount Visit. For some of us, today is like Christmas Eve. Today is NCAA Regional Eve. Tomorrow is the beginning of what you play for when you step on campus. Our Zags have won a WCC season title. Coach Maktoff took Coach of the Year. We finished the regular season in the national top 10. And now are awaiting their moment in the spotlight tomorrow when they take on the Ivy League champion Columbia Lions on the campus of Virginia Tech in Blacksburg, Virginia. Coach Mack, Armin, Winnie, and Wells have led this roster to some of the best results in the modern era in Zag Nation. So let's welcome back Coach Harmon to the show to help us break down this upcoming weekend. Harm, how we doing? Doing awesome. Thanks for having me this morning. You got it, big man. So tell me, how are we holding up after Stockton? I, I think we're good. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, obviously the, the championship day didn't, didn't go as planned, but um, Stockton's a funny place to play. I mean, it's super offensive down there, and it's – it's hot. You get in. I think it's a good learning experience for us. You know, we could we could get in a similar situation down here this weekend. And that's part of the idea behind having a conference tournament is you learn that um, regional bracket format. And and it maybe it. Uh, yeah, I think maybe it was a good thing to get us ready to to go into this weekend. So I always keep going back, and we're healthy, which is really really good, right? I mean, that's really the cards you want when you get into an NCAA regional is you want to be healthy. Yeah, I think we're we're ready to rock. Our guys are. Everybody's clicking on all cylinders right now and, and, and feeling good. And yeah, like you said, you, sometimes you have years where towards the end, you're limping to the finish line. And we, we feel like we're still have plenty in the tank to keep going. And obviously we need to play good here over the next three days to, uh, to do that. It's, it's a, it's that time of year, winner, winner, go home. And we're, we're really excited. Well, I always say with the one thing that the Zags are unbelievable at is they're extremely strong on the road. So, you know, we, we, we fought so hard to host a regional, we checked so many boxes, right? At the end of the day, uh, it simply was not in the cards. But let's go back to Selection Sunday, right? Let's go back to uh, what did it feel like when you look at the top eight national seeds? Uh, it, you know, they could have stuck us in Corvallis. They could have dropped us at Stanford. Um, they sent us all the way to the East Coast. They sent us to Virginia Tech. What went through the coaching staff's mind when you saw that name get called? Did you ever think that they'd send you that far? Yeah, we were, we were all, when it, when it popped up on the screen, there was, a I think, about a five-second delay. We're like, oh, that's us on the board. You know, we were, all the national publications, there were, all the prognosticators were saying, you know, that Corvallis was the spot. And, um, and we, were, we were ready for that. We've, you know, they, we've matched up with them decent over the years, and we, we felt prepared to go in there and um, give them our best punch. But honestly, from our end, we're, we're really excited to come out here. Um, Virginia Tech is very, very good. I think that's one thing that people back home need to recognize that they're the number four national seed. Um, they're very offensive, but I think from our standpoint, it's, it's something new. We get to go out with a no preconceived notions on well, that. They, they can do this. They can do that. It, it's, they're all three new teams that we have are actually program wise have never played. Um, you know, the, the pitchers we ran over yesterday to go get a little workout. And when we, when we landed and it's a new campus. And like you said, we've, this isn't new to us. We've, we've been on the road. We're, we're not afraid to get on an airplane and, and go do the deal. We're, we're well-versed in that. So, um, and honestly, if I'm really peeling back the curtain, I think our travel day yesterday, we got to fly charter yesterday. Um, our travel day might've been shorter than if it would have been going down to Corvallis. We had a three hour and 45 minute flight from Spokane to, to Roanoke and then a 40 minute drive. It was outstanding. Our guys are feeling, feeling good. So. Felt like a West coast trip. So. Maybe shorter, maybe shorter. So, so tell me this, 
uh, you know, we, we see it in basketball a lot. Sometimes we're, we're playing East coast times. I mean, you're playing at 10 AM tomorrow, West coast time. Do you think that has any impact? How do you prepare your players for something like that? And we tried to encourage them to get to bed a little bit earlier last night to, to try to fight that clock a little bit. And I think the biggest thing on that is just getting our, our whole deal when, when we travel is really make sure they hydrate and, and, and push in the water and, I think that's one good way to, to fight jet lag. And, you know, honestly, tomorrow morning, if we have any issue with it, maybe being an early game, that, that's not going to be an issue. They're going to be ready to roll. Um, I think as we get deeper into the tournament, really being conscious that, hey, talking about, hey, getting, the, getting your rest, getting into bed, laying a little bit low um, is going to be the, the formula to combat that a little bit. But as far as energy level tomorrow morning, I, I have zero concern on that. They're going to be rip-roaring, ready to go. Talk to me about weather back there are we getting humid are we i mean is it pretty much the same kind of what, what are we going to expect Man, it was about 80 80 85 yesterday and it wasn't nearly as sticky as what i was anticipating it was really pleasant and it was honestly kind of like i said pitchers went over to go get a, a little throwing session in and it was one of those days and, and you remember this where you kind of shake your arm two or three times and you're like man, I'm good to go. I'm, you know, <laughs> not like mid-March back home where we have a whole, you know, 35 minute ordeal to get ourselves going. So um, it might be a little warmer here the next couple of days, but like you said, we'll be, we'll be proactive pushing electrolytes and, and making sure that that's not an issue. Well, so, so give us a glimpse into Columbia, right? The Columbia Lions, Ivy League, right? Uh, almost a tale of two teams. I mean, when you look at their stats from my level, right? I mean, you look at their home, they're 15 and two, right? They go on the road, they're 15 and 14. Right. A team batting average north of 300, but an ERA north of five. I mean, so what do you expect from Lions? I think the biggest thing there is, you know, obviously they're, they're a league champion, which is you can't underestimate that. So they're coming in here um, confident. And I, I think they get to play with a little bit of house money where it's like, hey, this is we get to go out there and just be loose. And maybe I'm not sure what their expectations are going into it. But, you know, digging into the scouting report. Yeah, they're offensive. They're three guys with double digit home runs. Um, you know, I think that's kind of what they hang their hat on. They're, you know, on the mound, they've been just okay. And part of me tells a little bit on that too. I think there's some parks in the Ivy League, especially talking to Coach Wells, who was at, at Dartmouth for five years. I think there's some parks in the Ivy League that are maybe a little bit more offensive than, so maybe those numbers get a little bit skewed on, on both sides of that. They're, they're maybe not quite as offensive or quite as, as low pitching wise as maybe what the numbers would say, but we're, we're going to be ready to go and, and go out and give them our, our best punch. We got to, na nameless and faceless, so. No, absolutely. And you talk about a little bit more offensive, a little bit more of a band box, a little bit more of what, what where, where do you come with that? I, I just know their home park is small. It's, it's short to center field there. And so I think that's, that's one part of it. I'm just going off of what Wellesley tells me on, on that end. But, um, but I know, I, I know their assistant coach, Daniel Tishler really well. And I know that they, you know, I, we were kind of joking before we got on here that, yeah, that they're looking to drive the ball out of, out of the yard. And if they strike out a little bit, that's, They'll, they'll sacrifice that. So um, no different. We, we've run into teams like that here throughout the year and we're, we're ready to, we're, we're ready to go have that challenge. So, so you talked about the, the, the Ivy league champions, right? A, a lot of people, you kind of start to compare different strengths of different conferences, right? And you look at the Ivy league and you look at the WCC, uh, are there any comparisons? Are there any parallels? Where, where do you think the leagues differ and compare the most? I, I think the Ivy League is just such a unique animal on their own. They play double headers every weekend. Um, yeah, it, it, exactly where where those where they stack up. And I, 
I, I just want to make sure our guys are given full respect to a, a league champion there that we're not overlooking that and not taking anything for granted that assuming that we're going to be playing in a winner's bracket game on Saturday, we need to, we need to do the deal um, tomorrow for sure. So, Oh, this is perfect. So let's talk candy. Let's talk pitching strategy. Obviously when you look, you look at a regional, uh, how you use your staff, we officially probably have one of the deepest staffs we've ever had, right? They're healthy. They're deep. Where, how do you approach a regional? How do you approach a regional with a, an Agua Wright State and Virginia Tech are going at each other, Columbia Lions and us are going at each other, but in the end, you really want a piece of the Hokies. How do you approach the pitching strategy going into the weekend? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're not going to mess around with it. We're, Gabriel Hughes is going to start game one versus Columbia. Um, we know the formula to – the best formula to winning a regional is winning three in a row. And so – Gotta get that first one. Now, if you can get up in, in that game and extend and maybe use stay away from one, one of your top two relievers, that's obviously something you're gonna push to do. Or if you can extend your starter out and, and get there. But um, you know, you can you can allude that we have some depth on the mound is that's a strength for us. I, I I feel confident that if we get that winner's bracket game, that you know, I'll take William Kempner right now, um, versus anybody in the country, the way he's thrown the ball since he's come back from injury. Um, he's been very, very good. Um, and then you get past him, you, you know, Tristan Vreeling, you have, you know, Bradley Mullen was really good in his last start versus Oregon. Um, Owen Wilde's going to kind of be our wild card here. The, the next, uh, you know, the next three days where we might use him out of the pen Friday or Saturday, and he could end up starting a game as well going forward here. So um, yeah, we, we're going, we're going to go after each game individually and try not to look to that next one too much. Not that's obviously part of my job. I need to, look at, hey, how are we going to tackle 27 or 36 innings over the next three days, but trying to really focus on these first nine and doing what we can to go get that one first. Yeah, I think it would, that, that was the biggest question going into a regional, right? Do you, do you use your gun and Gabriel Hughes? Do you get creative and potentially throw an Owen Wild in game one? And, and what you, you ultimately are going to do is uh, Owen's going to be that guy that you'll throw out there whenever you need it, but we're going to stick to our horses because at the end of the day, Right. If you have an opportunity to beat the Lions, right, then you put big wild will up against, you know, the Virginia Hokies. And there's probably nobody more um, uh, bullfighter esque, right, that can go against a number four seed like the Virginia Tech Hokies. Yeah. I mean, he's his last time down at Portland was maybe one of the most electric outings I've seen in person. I mean, it was 94 to 98, a lot of command. I mean, that's always been kind of knock, right? How's he throwing, throwing it? where he wanted to with a ton of conviction and a ton of energy. I mean, it's a, it's a guy when you're another dugout, you're like, okay, what, what do we have here? And so we feel really good about how he matches up. And, and honestly, I feel really good about how Tristan is, you know, he had a little bit of rust patch there. His numbers didn't look great in that last start versus, uh, versus uh, San Diego, but he threw the ball a heck of a lot better than necessarily, um, necessarily, uh, you know, the numbers showed. So, right, right, right. Well, so, so say this, we, we, Mark Maktoff, coach of the year, Connor Cabalas, defensive player of the year, Kate McGee, freshman of the year. I mean, you couldn't be more proud of where this team has ended the regular season and has positioned themselves for a regional. Yeah. I mean, we're all those, all those external awards are awesome. I'm, I'm super excited. You know, Mac, Mac just kind of shrugs it off and he's, he's very humble about that, but for Connor Cabalas to get that honor, that is 
it's an outstanding. He's kind of, I've, I've said it a couple of times on the show already. He's kind of been our unsung hero. He, you know, he slid in for Ernie Yake was a mainstay here for four years and, and Connor stepped right in and been just a rock for us. And then, you know, Cade to get that recognition as, as freshman of the year. Um, you know, he's got, ten, I think he's got 10 bombs on the year now. And it's just to hit in the middle of the order as a, as a true freshman, that's not easy. I mean, that's a, that's not, that's not anything that a lot of high school kids should be like, cool. That's my path. Like it's so, so tough. And so it's really, really great for those guys to get that recognition. Well, I love it. Well, I know you got to go catch a bus. I know you got to get to practice at the end of the day. I know there's going to be viewing parties here in Spokane. I know there's one at Jack and Dan's at 10 AM tomorrow morning. You know, go take care of business, get that first W uh, excited to watch you guys come to play. So go Zags. Thanks coach. Thanks Mike. Go Zags.